Hi friends, my name is Paige. I'm Morgan. And this is Girl, Girl Manufactured. Manufactured. Listen or cringe along with us as we look back at music from the it girls, wannabes, and victims of the tween idol industrial complex. Which icons broke the mold? Which sitcom starlets turned forgotten pop stars still deserve their flowers? Our credentials? We're two queer millennials who were raised on Ots, Disney, Nickelodeon, and MTV. I work in communications now, but I'm a graduate of a performing arts high school and a recovering singer-songwriter. And I'm a creative writer and professional advertising demon who only occasionally cries at work now. Today on Girl Manufactured, we're discussing Christy Carlson Romano's compilation album called Greatest Disney TV and Film Hits. Wow, what a catchy title. Yes. And we are joined by a guest today. Please introduce yourself. Hello, babies. Uh, my name is Chris. Um, yeah, and I'm here. Hi. What are your credentials? Hello. Oh, gosh, where are my credentials? I had two jobs on my introduction, <laughs> my name and what my credentials are. Um, so I am, I feel like my credentials are basically I'm just a huge nerd who watched a whole lot of Disney Channel, especially the movies. Yes, and the animation, The animation mm-hmm. for sure. Kim Possible, right? Kim Possible. That was, oh, my God, my f- absolute jam, which... I did not learn until adulthood who that v- iconic voice actor was behind it. I say iconic, but I mean iconic for show, Disney Channel. Yeah, the show <laughs> was amazing. I absolutely loved it. Like I, I really loved animation at that time. I didn't watch too many of like the live action shows on Disney Channel where a lot of uh, like the stars uh, that you guys have been covering come from, but. Kim Possible was like this amazing little thing, like uh, so many like more actiony cartoons. Like, of mm-hmm. course, they're gonna have like the male lead, but this was like more of a like femme character mm-hmm. yes. that like also went out and beat up villains exactly. You know? And had Shigo, yes, the oh villain who awakened listen, so many sapphic dreams, listen, and like any strong woman, she has pointy her- boobs. <laughs> No, I was going to say had her geeky, quiet love interest. Yes. Oh, my God. Voiced by the amazing Will Friedle. Woo! Yes. <laughs> yeah, Will. The hot brother in uh, Boy Meets World. Yes, amazing. And the voice of Batman in Batman Beyond. Oh, The I futuristic Batman spinoff. He also did a lot of, like, other really interesting, like, voice work besides just being Ron Stoppable. I love that for him. Yeah. Oh, also, I feel like it's worth mentioning that Chris is my only friend from high school. <laughs> well, yeah. that, no, well, that you still talk to. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. Had, I wasn't that lonely. Other, <laughs> we had other friends in high school. We don't talk to them anymore. We're the ones who turned out queer <laughs> and so stuck together. <laughs> there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Getting back to Christy Carlson Romano, oh, on, on October 26, 2004, she released, again, it's called Greatest Disney TV and Film Hits. It was produced by Matthew Gerard, who worked with Hilary Duff, Corbin Blue, The Cheetah Girls, Kelly Clarkson, Raven, The Joe Bros, and so many more. So, pretty iconic. Oh, was it my turn? <laughs> All right. Christy Carlson Romano was born March 20th, 1984, which makes her... Aries. Pisces? Pisces. Christy is best known for playing Ren Stevens on Even Stevens and voicing the titular character from Kim Possible Mm -hmm. and starring alongside Hilary Duff in Cadet Kelly. Oh, 
Great movie. You you at least because you watched the decoms, right? So oh, you know absolutely. Cadet Kelly. Oh my god, yes. Oh <laughs> and looking back at right, there was definitely something going on. Oh, there was sexual on. tension. Yeah, good, yeah. good. I'm not insane. <laughs> I think that it was like unrequited sexual tension is the vibes I got. Because mm. Hillary Duff is just so fucking hopelessly straight. And I just see <laughs> Christy Carl Romano's character. I don't remember what her name was also in the movie i thought they were like full-on adults but they're not um but yeah it was it was definitely like lezzy vibes yeah i i i feel like she was in that mean girl way where like yes you're you're such a horrible like (laughs) i hate you so much i hate you so much yeah yeah. i just want to shove you against the wall (laughs) um did either of you watch even stevens Mm-hmm. I did not. I I feel like I don't know. A lot of like I said, a lot of those live action ones I kind of missed yeah. out. Yeah, and on. it was somewhat earlier in our day, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I watched it when it was on. Yeah, I, I think that was like my older brother was watching it. Loved it, and I'll talk a little bit about Even Stevens in a bit. Anyway, she was born in Milford, Connecticut, the youngest of four, and she was raised Catholic, which I mean. Duh, she's Italian. She booked her first commercial at six um, and then got cast as an orphan in the touring company of Annie shortly after Annie. Man, Annie and Les Mis, they make they make <laughs> yeah. stars. Yeah, I think when we were talking about this, I assumed that she had been in Les Mis. Yeah, it's it's Annie always one of I'm those. Like, okay. And I guess it's because they have such like iconic roles for children. Um, mm-hmm. Les Mis, it's like the young Cosette, I think. She was acting on Broadway by the time she was 14. And was actually part of Broadway Kids. Do you remember Broadway Kids? No. Uh, I remember Broadway Kids. So it was like Kids Bop, but they <laughs> sang, but they were much better. Yeah, I was about like, to say they were probably Because they're kids on Broadway and they sang different Broadway songs. But I specifically remember the 1997 album, Broadway Kids at the Movie. So they had like um, King of New York from Newsies. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what other... Lion King, probably. Yeah, they had a Lion King song, and I looked it up, and I'm pretty sure she was featured on that album. Any any kinky boots recording? (laughs) No. Uh, Well, it would be extremely inappropriate, but um, possibly more inappropriate is that she was in a Woody Allen movie. No, I know. Everyone says I love you, um, singing Chiquita Banana. (laughs) Stop. I remember we saw that and we were like, what the fuck? Is this going to be like insensitive? I could not find like the clip and I didn't want to have to try and dig through the entire movie. I I think you're fine. You were not missing anything groundbreaking. And that was her first feature film appearance in 96. But then in 2002, that's when she really came into fame with Disney. Uh, She was between 16, 17 going on 18 when she was working on three huge Disney Channel projects. So not just even Stevens, but Cadet Kelly, as we said, with mm-hmm. Hilary Duff and Kim Possible. So all those were happening like pretty much at the same time. Working her like a dog. Oh, absolutely. That's what Disney does. Mm-hmm. Um, she was nominated for a daytime Emmy for Kim Possible. For Kim Possible. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, she did not win it. I, oh. God, I forget who did win it over her that year. Robbed. Robbed. Oh, robbed. Um, but the musical episode of Even Stevens... Did you at least watch that? Because that is iconic. 
No, I don't think so. I went back and watched it for this, at least her parts. It's pretty good. I mean, that was the musical episode where I think she has a fever and it like literally has a fever dream that's a musical and forgets to prepare an assignment about the moon landing we went to, to the, the moon, moon in 1969. 1969 not 1970 but a year sooner yeah that episode was such a hit that it paved the way for high school musical wow damn yep fun fact it is a fun fact i think i might have mentioned that on here before but then in 2003 that's when she was on the disney channel circle of stars mm-hmm. circle of life and shortly after right and then in october 26 2004 as morgan mentioned that's when this album was released she was 20 going on 21 and i was 11 a baby i was 10 yeah, yeah. Two, 11 11 or 12 yeah. yeah so this is what our like preteen minds were being exposed to at this point and october 8th Martha Stewart begins five months no. incarcerated <laughs> oh at God. federal prison oh camp Helderson for insider trading and obstruction of justice. <sighs> she's come a long way. The fact that she's like friends with Snoop Dogg is yeah, hilarious. I love that. So shall we dive in? Yes. Greatest Disney TV and film hits. It's a greatest hits compilation album of Disney songs performed by Christy herself, in case you didn't get that from the title, <laughs> the album uh, primi- the album primarily contains uh, previously recorded songs that were already included on other Disney albums and soundtracks. There were three new songs also included. It was her debut recording album to date. It's the only solo one released by her, which is a shame. So what were the critics saying? All Music gave it 2.5 stars out of 5. Saying, Christy Carlson Romano doesn't quite seem to fit in with such Disney-bred teen pop peers like Britney Spears and Hilary Duff. Perhaps it's because Romano started her musical career a little later than Hilary, but it's more likely because her character of Wren on Disney's Even Stevens was smarter, more sensible, and more ambitious than Lizzie McGuire. Like, this, this sexism is so bad. Yeah, I feel like she has to be exactly like her character uh-huh. in the show, naturally. And she actually talks about this. Chris, you might have watched the same videos. Yeah. But now Christy is doing a lot of, like, podcasts and blogging. Yeah. And um, it reminds me of one of them that I watched was about the Disney Channel Circle of Stars yeah. and how she was trying to find a look and, like, she kind of dressed how she normally dressed, but like she wanted to do something cooler and she was struggling with her personal branding at the time. And that probably held her back. And I think part of it was, like you said, people expected Ren to be, she was very polished. She was like the goody two shoes overachiever in the show, um, which did not help her. She also mentioned in one of those videos um, about getting pushed into like the poppy kind of stuff mm-hmm. that a lot of Disney yeah. stars were. And she did come from like musical theater and was like, when she was older, she was able to say, this isn't going to fit how my voice, voice sounds, is, yeah. which might come into play about some of my opinions on these mm-hmm. songs. Um, but yeah, yeah, she just, she wasn't the same type of singer as those other No, she stars. wasn't. But the singers that she did admire um, and was hoping to get the vibe across, which I can hear in some of these songs, 
Cheryl Crow. Crow. Cheryl mm-hmm. Crow and yep. Liz Fair. Yep. So at the time, Christy was 20 when this came out. And she said of this, when I look back at that, meaning the circle of stars, I didn't brand myself. I didn't really have my own sound and I didn't really have my own look. I was struggling with that at that point in time. I had also been struggling with it for just overall, you know, with my casting, my sound of the original music I was trying to produce. I was thinking I was going to be more like Cheryl Crow. So there you go. Hmm. Nice little quote from her. So with that, shall we dive in? <sighs> that was the transition I already tried to make, <laughs> and it did not work. I heard it. I did get time to acknowledge it, and I'm sorry that we blew past it. It's I okay. I'm so sorry. I didn't use it at the right time. I was I, trying was... to think that like I could sneak that in. But <laughs> oh, damn, no, sorry. It, it... <laughs> I totally no, it's, bungled it's so it. Good. Sorry, guys. How could you? <laughs> oh, my God. So dive in. This was a new song for the album. And right off the, like, I heard right away the Liz Fair inspiration. In and the song. Cheryl Crow. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. I, as soon as it hit, like, it, it, it goes for, like, two or three bars. And then she goes right into the, um, the chorus. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, like, smacked me in the face. It's <laughs> like, I was not ready for this. I wonder <laughs> if part of it is because whenever you try to watch the quote-unquote music videos for these songs from Disney, they were all designed to play in between commercials. So everything just caught so quickly. Like, the, the music videos are, like, a minute. Yes. Before you sent me the playlist that you found on youtube the only thing i could find was like one minute clips of her like doing this and that was one of my first notes like it sounds like this was just meant to be cut up into little yeah it was like specifically produced for that a real song Mm -hmm. to me and it's kind of coming back today with people on tiktok songs yeah that they know will go viral on tiktok interesting yeah yeah. nothing feels better than letting go so good you also get hit with that chorus so many times you do i had that stuck in my head as i was trying to go to sleep like the night after i did like my research is it the best song no do i get the shower crow vibes yes will it go on girl manufactured or manufactured playlist yes i also vaguely remember this music video I, I don't the the purple and pink butterfly guitar feels familiar watching the video i felt so like awkward <laughs> like it's confusing watching, yeah like the rose petals randomly there's two of her like there's clones of her in different hats different weird hats uh-huh, uh-huh. singing into an old school mic then there's a random dog why is there a dog? Everybody loves dogs. This dog was just there. They didn't even make good use of the dog. Um, yeah, it was odd. The fashion. I could see how the fashion skewed Cheryl Crow as well. Yeah. Skinny scarf over a suede looking blazer, but the boot cut jeans and the layered like leaf necklace. It was like more mm-hmm. earthy. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's bounce into Let's Bounce. This was written and recorded for The Princess Diaries 2 Royal Engagement. Do you remember Do you remember, I don't the remember scene? it? I remember the scene. I don't remember I it. Remember and I love this movie. The most iconic yes. scene in that movie. I don't remember the song though. But do you remember the scene? What's What's the one scene you think of when you think of Princess Diaries 2? This is the mattress surfing scene. Stop. Yeah, it was Julie Andrew, Raven, Simone, Uh, isn't it? Yeah. How could I forget that? That is iconic. Similar to what we were saying with the other one, this song plays for about a a minute in the movie. It stops as the characters go and talk for like another minute. So fun fact, apparently Christy Cross and Romano uh, had intended to try out for the Princess Diaries role for the, you know, the 
original movie, but it ultimately went to Anne Hathaway. So reportedly, she had to miss her audition due to due to production schedule for Even Stevens. Even still, she harbor, harbors no ill will towards Anne. Hmm. Could you have seen her as that role? Absolutely not. Right? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, I watched I this. So I, I watched quite a few of her videos. And I think originally when we were talking about doing this, I had a very negative view on it because of like the titles on her YouTube videos are very like clickbaity. It was like how I lost my role. Yeah. And, uh, which is the point, of course, yeah. of chasing the, cl- the clickbait stuff. But... It was just, it was like a 10 minute video where it basically came down to, I was doing other work and I couldn't make it. Yeah. yeah they're they're yeah. always very spicy clickbait headlines and like the content is like so non-controversial every single time. But yeah. Could you have seen her as, um, Mia? No. And I don't know if that's because I can't unsee Anne Hathaway. Is it though? Yeah. She did such a, I love that first movie. And she, the video too, though, I guess there is a little part in there where she's like, could you imagine if I had Anne Hathaway's career? I'm like, no. No, Can no. you imagine her in like Oceans, what no. is that, Oceans 8, yeah, Oceans with 13? Re- Rian- yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine her acting next to Rihanna? <laughs> <laughs> it's just not for everyone. I'm sorry. And she's she's doing fine now. She's fine. Yeah. Um. So... Some of the music. You, did you like I the Let's it. Bounce, baby? This oh, was obviously. one of my favorite songs on the album, to oh. be honest. I don't love all of it. Oh, I loved it. I didn't um, like this song. You didn't like this? No. It's corny as hell. And like, as Chris said, kind of like jerky. So like maybe you guys can answer this because you have been listening to so many other um, like songs of this era. When they just like start randomly, they're not singing. They like talk in between. Like there's a line of singing, and they yeah. talk. And I'm not crazy. The first uh, song, "Dive In," does have that weird uh, like. It's right. It's How near the end. It? Come on in. <laughs> that sounds like, like a it all night me. long. Yeah, night. It's the same <laughs> thing. She like she sings a line. She says the wow, but there's a lot of that in this song of let's bounce where she just like sings a line she speaks yeah, and she like, sings a line or it's like, very it's popular weird. i would it, say yeah we I at least so. mention it on what is this like our 12th episode we've at least mentioned it on half of the the albums yeah there's like usually weird, the bad there's ones. a lot of like <laughs> yeah there's a lot of like random speak singing that they do yeah, like yeah so just sprinkled in but I, I like her voice in this, surprisingly enough. Like, it, it's faster paced. It has, like, a quicker I can't unhear the Cheryl Crow. I mm-hmm. I could see how her voice fits that kind of thing. Yeah, music. I was trying to think, and, like, closest I could come to is Britney. But I always think everybody is <laughs> trying or, to sound like Britney. Or, like, Michelle Branch, maybe. Yeah, I could see Michelle Branch. Vanessa Carlton. Mm-hmm. That's all. This isn't her voice, but just the chorus gave me some S Club 7 vibes. <laughs> Do you remember S Club Seven? Absolutely not. Were they no! Australian? What the hell? It was like a. It was like a. Were they Australian? a mixed gender like pop group? Okay, okay. And I think there was a TV show. There was a TV show where yep. they lived in like a house. We're gonna do their wow. album albums too point. soon. Yeah. Wow. They were British. Interesting. And of course, they had the token black person. Mm. Why not? Yeah. I don't okay, recognize. so they they weren't Australian. They were British. Okay. Yeah. Um. Lyrically, oh god, big apple to LA all around the world today. You know, we've got to make it loud. See, my favorite was 
you've got the wheels, I've got the feels. <laughs> and that is me, an emotional passenger princess forever. Not me driving you around this morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyone but me. Anyone yes. but me. Recorded for Xenon. Zenus Lapidus. I feel like it was one of their, like, Space slang. So on the space station, oh, they had, they had slang. That, it was like yeah. Zetus Lapidus. So I don't even think that this song, Anyone But Me, was actually in the movie. Oh, was it in like I a could, fucking credit roll? No, I am pretty sure. Um, I was looking. Uh, it's on the an album that the um, little header of it says, like, songs from and inspired by, by the movie. Oh, I'm wow. pretty sure this is one of the, the inspired, inspired by. In what way is this inspired? I don't know. I don't know, but it's my second favorite on the album. So really? I, I did write, mm. I, I, it wasn't my second favorite, but I wrote, I kind of like it. I wrote, and I'm sorry, I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I love when we disagree. <gasps> I hate the vocalizations of her going like, ah, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I hate it. But I that. liked the verses. I thought and they were like, catchy. It, it, ah. I wrote, I like okay, the chorus. I, I speak and I sing very nasally. I am not a singer, but when like she hit a lot of notes that like mm. you would think that they would mix it or like do something to try yeah. and take that out. And it just. And see here we're critiquing vocals. Not no, like I, we know that we can't sing. I mean, Martin yes. can sing, but like, <laughs> It's because we respect Christy Carlson Romano's <laughs> vocal chops in a way. Like she was on Broadway. Like she, like yeah. you can expect a little more than you could expect from Hillary Duff. Know. Yeah, we can expect yes, a definitely. little more. Granted, she's going on like twenty when she's doing a lot of these songs. And, and like I think like, she had lymph node issues at certain ooh, points. And interesting. Yeah, I, I forget when that was, but I just know like overall she exhausted herself a lot. I mean that tracks if she was doing like three different things yeah. and, and trying to do songs. princess diaries at the same time <laughs> but i i okay in in defense of this i did write that i like the chorus yeah i wrote i like um, the chorus yeah so i walked a mile in your shoes learned the life i was amused mm. but i can't be anyone but me Great i can moral. change what i wear change the color uh, of my, my hair, hair but i can't be anyone but, but me. me wow I love it. It's meaning. inspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, so maybe that's why it was like with Xenon Z. Yes, that would like, make sense. I'm not going to be anything yeah. different. May, hopefully this next one calm you down. Oh, we yeah. have Colors Stop. of the Wind. It's a cover song of a classic song. From Disney, Pocahontas. Right. So, Colors of the Wind. I'm pretty <laughs> sure this was, yeah, this was released... They they published it first on this album, and yes. then in two thousand five, it was on Disney Mania three. Yes, okay, but it, it like never made cycle. it. But it never made it to like a release of a Pocahontas movie. No, no. she disliked it. Do you think she had control of putting it on Disney other Disney albums? Probably oh, not. I don't know about that. And I but was it... wondering if she chose this one too, because I was trying to think of other um, like disney songs that her voice might be good on and like this one is a bit slower you yeah. can do if you listen to the original the movie version there's so much like heavy belting of mm-hmm. like notes 
she doesn't really do no. that. And it's here. because they're trying to fit her into a certain mold, and it's like, just like not working I'm like, for Girlie, her. If you are trying to show <laughs> off those chops, this is the song that you're right? exactly. And yeah. they're like, Disney execs, look at this. Yeah. I can pull this kind did, of shit. Did off. Katy Perry steal your record label? Your record oh deal, or God. did you fumble it? Oh, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that, that later. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of wrote Chris related to that. It's it's underwhelming. Yes. It's very Even, underwhelming. It's a song that people would probably perform, yes. like, au- audition with. This is, yeah. this is like, I, I went and listened to make sure I wasn't crazy or trying to compare it to, like, a, a professional singer's. I just went on YouTube and look, tried to look for, like, Other people, people. covering. Yeah. And Blew her out of the random water. people so much better. And I think it has to do with, like, her not giving that energy, mm-hmm. but also the musical arrangement behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mismatch. It was yeah, all odd. They, it was it was weird. There was a... F- okay, so starting from the very beginning in the song, the weird... The, the, Native, the Native American... Mm-hmm. Chanting, singing, vocalizations that probably... I'm like, God, I hope that Chiquita they actually... Banana. Stop. I hope they didn't Chiquita Banana and, like, hire these white people to do the singing, which I could... I actually imagine just doing. Was a Native American. It's just like, okay, now listen to this white Italian girl sing it. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> stop. So yeah, very another, as the kids say, mid, even mid. <laughs> <sighs> and I'm yeah. As we go on, I'm starting to feel that in a lot of her songs. Mm. But uh, just say the word and we'll move on. Oh yes, please. Oh, shit. There I go. I got it. I got yeah, it. Yeah, say the word. Record it for Kim Possible soundtrack. Guys, the auto tune. It, it reminded me of Cher's Believe. <sighs> oh my God. I was trying to think of like, Jesus I'm like, what Christ. does this remind me of? I'm going to blow my vocal cords. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> no matter how hard I <laughs> try. Oh I said, is, is it the way? <laughs> I wrote something about this reminds me of Shania Twain or Faith Hill song. And I can't figure out why. Is it the way autotune is used? Is it her voice? And then I'm like, I think Cher, like I was trying to think of some sort of female artist that does this. Mm-hmm. All of all of my notes are like very like normal up until this song. And I have, <laughs> I have one bullet point that says, whoa, right away with the uh-huh <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> And then the next one is, whoa, auto-tune. <laughs> so bad. Oh, the fucking traffic whistles in it. Oh, it's so camp. I love it. It's so camp. So I mean, <sighs> you said record it for Kim Possible, specifically where she's trying to get to like the talent show and Ron Stoppable, again, voiced by Will Friedel, <laughs> has to... Uh, slow down the show so she can get there in time because she's oh. fighting Dr. Draken. Um, <laughs> but another another instance where like she has a song and it's cut down to about a minute for the show. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a it's an odd video. Wanna... Can we to... talk about the music video? Yes. Why is Rufus randomly in there? Okay. The naked okay. There... Just go full. Who framed Roger Rabbit? They should have gone full. Mm. They should have gone full on with it, and they didn't. What is around her waist? Okay, I think it's the the is it a bandana underneath. It's okay. a bandana t shirt. Oh, it's like halter it top thing. At this point, it looked like she was wearing like kind of I don't like low her rise style jeans is and we were seeing some her, underwear. like a thong. That's what oh. I thought at first too. I thought the white parts were like her like, hips or something. Well, I think they are. They are her hips. I think oh, it's showing okay, some skin. Okay, okay. Yeah. Ooh, spicy. Scandalous. And then the hand on her mm-hmm. belly well, she on is, the blazer. What twenty? We said. Yeah. 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 
fair enough. But but she was aging out and she talks about that. Mm, but yeah. yes, this music video, I, I can like imagine what you're saying, Chris, that this format being used in a bunch of other animated like yeah. film uh, music videos. Um, one of my favorite things about this music video was finding it on YouTube because then I got to see the comments. The first one I saw being at Ranger X 65. <laughs> he called me out and everyone who watches video, uh, they wrote, this wasn't even recommended. You searched for this music video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, I did. I, I mean, sought this unfortunately, out. Unfortunately, Listen, I don't know why, but there are a lot of weird niches of the internet that no one should ever go. They're still very obsessed with, like, Kim Possible, so. <laughs> Find this podcast. Yeah. Hi, you weirdos. <laughs> Come on over. We love you, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't. Well, should we get to the next song? Because it goes right into more uh, yes. KP canon. Yes. Just, if I may. Do you want to guess, did Kim Possible win that talent show after singing this? I'm going to guess no. no. I'm going to guess no. And the cheerleader girl won it. No, not the cheerleader girl. Ron Stoppable, oh, baby. No! Ron That's Stoppable. so cute. Right. That's so sweet. I love that. Could it be? It's a new song for the album, but it was later. It was, but it was later released in promotion of Kim Possible movie. So the drama. Okay, I need to say that "Friends to Lovers" is like my least favorite romance trope. Mm. Yeah. I'm more of like a rivals to lover, enemies to lover. But mm. you just wanted to see KP and Shigo making out. Right? <laughs> oh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, but obviously. like for Ron and KP, I'm like, it's cute here. It it's is. cute. It, it's cute because he's he's so fucking dorky. Like there are some like friends to lovers where like they're like really are like she's like, oh, you're just like showing me two attractive people who happen to be friends, and it's just like, no, this yeah. is like like on the same level. It's like, no, he's so out of her fucking league. That's why it's so good. Yeah. Yes. Um. And I mediocre was like, men getting way <laughs> above average. Like, <laughs> Listen, uh, yeah. I might have watched a couple Kim Possible episodes recently. Ooh. Oh, I thought I love that. I thought They're, you were gonna say I've been watching like the fan videos, the fan videos of, getting of them getting together of their ships. A lot of fan videos, and I watched a music video for this one. I don't know if it's a real music video or <laughs> not because it was another instance where they just interspersed like a lot of clips. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, oh see, you didn't watch the real one because there was okay, a real maybe one maybe i did watch the real and one did it have a bunch of kim possible clips in it it did yeah but, okay. then I but think I watched well it. i think this is real but the the concept behind this video oh i remember is it implied this. that she's gonna fall for her like photographer friend absolutely yeah and it's but it's like also weird i know she's 20 but that man looked like he's got to be at least in his late 20s or our yeah. age I he looked know. older he was very classically hot which i yes i think is hilarious considering what you said about ron stoppable <laughs> <laughs> like they couldn't give her a geeky kind of guy for the music video <laughs> they just gave him like yeah, he was a, a model they picked he was off, a off the street <laughs> um but yeah she she plays like a, a model and it's falling in love with the but nothing happens it's guy. so like it's it's barely it's so anticlimactic it's barely implied it's just like there and i'm like yeah. oh, okay like they don't yeah. i don't even really see them flirt that much um what did you think of the song itself um i wrote that i think it is another big old nothing burger this yeah. did not make me feel anything it was there and then it was done 
Yeah, and that's sad because four years ago someone commented, "I wish this song could be played at my junior prom." Oh, oh no. that's so. Four cute. years ago, my gosh. Yeah, that was like 2020. <laughs> They're junior. Imagine be going to junior prom with your fucking friend. You're requesting the song because it speaks to you, as in you wish your personal life was friends to lovers. So it's like this person wants someone at the dance to play it so their crush could look into their eyes as they slow dance yeah, and somehow realize Which, something. Maybe maybe this is like why so many people still weird internet people still love KP. They're the nerdy guy and they're oh like Oh my god, maybe I yes. could get with the hot yeah. redhead adventurer. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's so funny. I don't know, man. Yeah, friends to lovers, the the mediocre guy with the outerly girl, uh, cute here, not in real life. <laughs> um, the beginning guitars reminded me of um, a Matchbox Twenty song. <laughs> Which one? I think if you're gone, <laughs> wait, can you can you play it real quick? Do you have it open? The song. I yeah. I have the playlist up. Oh yeah, right, play play. Could it be? Oh my god. Yeah. So I liked it for that. Dun, dun, I like the guitar dun, in the beginning yeah, a lot. I, I hear that. It's, it's Matchbox 20. I hear it. The song itself is it, fine. I, I said, this song is no. Beep, do, do, do. Call me, beat me. <laughs> if you want to be like, it's no. She. She didn't sing no, that. Which no, which I I wonder they, why. They got somebody else. Um, well, they she, murdered. They she killed did him. Yeah. Some like backup vocals on it. Um, but I I think that might have been before Disney was really trying to like push her mm. when like that got recorded. Because when did you say Kim Possible started? Like two thousand two, two thousand three, June seven, two thousand two. June. Okay. It was re- uh, released. Started like two thousand two, so they probably recorded that in like two thousand one, and then I guess by that point she had sung in Even Stevens probably. So yeah. okay, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she just had the energy they were looking for, but clearly do- Disney doesn't. Yeah, care no, about, I can see like, this. The song. I'm glad they didn't have her singing the opening. No. Sorry, one more thing about the music video. Like I said, she's a model. Mm-hmm. Or as Chris said, she's a model in this. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing sneakers, a shortish denim skirt, striped tube socks. I said, and they did not pair these in a cute, flirty way. They're ridiculous. Like her fashion in this. Mm-hmm. And then she had like a green jacket over an unzipped hoodie over a green tank top over a white <laughs> tank top and a fashion Spurred. scarf. Wow. And then like the Disney one... producers at the time really just wanted to see their stars dress like assholes. It, right. It made <laughs> no just sense. Like, We're going to make kids think this is so cool and it's going to be so fucking stupid literally one sleeve was rolled down and one was rolled up so that you could (laughs) like cupped so you could see like the layered bracelets that were such a thing then too and like there was other outfits like did the whole outfit change and i don't think any of them were maybe as bad as that Uh -uh. There was Again, a lot of bad outfits. The song was boring. Music video was boring. Uh, <laughs> outfits like, I'm were so boring. I'm so sorry. Like, oh, I think that's the word to mm, save it for final thoughts, I guess. Uh, mm. Should we talk about Dream Vacation? Yeah. 
This goes back to Even Stevens, which yes. you said was your your thing. I loved it, and it was from the Even Stevens movie, yeah. which premiered in two thousand three. I fucking loved it. Neither of you watched it. So released in two thousand three, was there like a gap between when did Even Stevens end? Do we know? It was two thousand to two thousand three. 2002. Okay, so, so she would right yeah. into it. She was working. Yeah, that's why she couldn't audition for Princess Diaries. So <laughs> if only. Can you imagine Christy Carlson Romano? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, even Stevens movie. I'm sure there are a lot of problem problematic moments. I mean, I know there are because mm-hmm. they're on like a fake Polynesia inspired island. So like, interesting. Y- you know, it's gonna like yeah. some of it's not gonna age well. But oh my god, it was so fucking hilarious. They somehow get entered to win a con. They won a contest where they get to do a dream vacation on an island. Vacation. Um, Loved the uh, the what Beach Boys. Loved the Beach Boys vibes. The um, quote unquote video, a music video for it, but it plays at the it plays at the end of the movie with a lot of scenes from the movie interspersed with uh, blooper reels and like cast recordings where they're like mouthing along to the song. So that was kind of cute. I know you gagged at Shia LaBeouf, but the (laughs) one video I could find of it was like from when he did that like retrospective, like Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit in a theater for 48 hours and watch Watch all all my my movies. He looked bored or hateful through most of that. He was very happy to see this little music video. He was smiling and stuff. I don't know, Shia, why we don't like him. You don't have to go into that now. But I thought it was cute. Yeah, I feel I feel bad. I feel bad for him, but I feel worse for like the people he's affected. Yeah, of course. But um, I have a soft spot for him as Lewis and even Stevens. For sure. Yeah. And Christy Carlson Romano doesn't talk to him anymore, but watch the video about that. Um, no hard feelings. Yeah. Again, a clickbait headline of why we I don't talk yeah, to Shia Yeah, why don't Buffers. we talk? Basically, our careers just went in two different ways. And we yeah. were kids. And we were kids and we were never really friends. Like, we just was a coworker, but like, we were kind of a family and not a family. Like, whatever. But yeah, so the Even Stevens movie was story great. Behind it. And a nothing burger song. Wow. Oh shit. I don't know. Maybe you disagree, but I I mean it's pretty it's pretty boring. It's what you said, it's cute. I hated it. I think it's cute in the context. Hated it. Hated it. At least it was just so kitschy. Uh I love kitsch and camp. It's fine. Teacher's pet. Teacher's pet. Uh, Another cover. I wanna be a teacher's pet. And was on the soundtrack. I think this was the best of her. Like, I thought this was like this good was from the her. best one on the album. Yeah, I think it was the best opinion. from her. Probably, and her was performance pre- was cheeky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. It um, felt like she was acting it out on stage almost. Yeah, because this was who was the original artist on this back Doris in the Day? 50s? Doris Day recorded originally in 1958. I believe. Yep. 1958. Um, and she sings it a lot, uh, like in the style of that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cute. I, I yeah. guess it's the lyrics are sung from the point of view of a student in love with the teacher. Um, because in the film, she played a teacher romanced by an adult student. Yep. Clark Gable. She's a little weird. And I think in the movie originally she hates Clark Gable's character but comes around <laughs> somehow. I don't know. Pushy pushy dude yeah. thing like Um so this was recorded for the um 
the show, the animated show, Teacher's Pet. I do um, not remember that. I looked I, up the. Weird... I remember that for sure. Do you? Mm. Did you? I remember watch the that? animation though. Yeah, um, it was. <sighs> like I remember, but I was like, "This was not." I did not watch this. I don't know what this is, but I remember it. Did you watch the music video for this one by chance? No, I didn't realize no. there was a music video. I should have watched yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was another one of those promo ones that also has some interesting fashion changes. She wears a lot of those like newsy cab driver hats. I, I can picture which it. were you know a thing at the time, um, but. A lot of the outfits look the same. I remember one like newsy cap that's all pink, and then another scene she has a wardrobe change, but now it's like a pink tartan kind of thing. Like she just is in a library opening up books. But I liked that instead of just putting up the uh, clips of the show taking up the entire screen, they uh, put them into like the pictures of a book. It's cute. They did a little something. They tried yeah, so. somewhat. So that was the album. Shall we talk about the album cover? Any thoughts? It's just like what? It's a picture of her. A picture of her rocking her head a little bit. Um, it looks like they didn't know how to like Photoshop her in, so the edges of her hair <laughs> they're fuzzy. Oh, <laughs> um, they didn't like. So I don't cheap know how, I feel like they this, didn't try this, very this hard with her. Like just the headshot that you would like take for auditions and things like yeah. that. I feel like they just went mm. back into her, pulled out the headshot that they had give that she had given them. Truly really a recently. compilation. Yeah. <laughs> and like cut it out. The typeface. The typeface oh. that they use for her name is just the uh, little heart. Yeah. It's another big old nothing burger. Yeah. From can my I show girl you, Christy. Can I show you the back <laughs> of the album? Oh, oh no, I didn't see what? this. Overlaid. Another oh, photo. Honey, no. What a Photoshop job. That yeah, there's it's just another like waist up kind of portrait. She is showing a little like hip skin there. Mm-hmm. Got her hands through the belt. She looks buckles. pretty. Yeah, she, she looks actually, pretty. Great uh, smile there. Great smile. I don't know the the gigantic zoomed in. Christy <laughs> it's Carlson a little weird. Mono face kind of blurred <laughs> in the background in purple. That's terrifying to me. <laughs> she, she's got Damn. hair. She's got hair covering one eye. It is kind of maniacal. It's, oh, it's so, <laughs> you guys are so mean. Oh. She looks beautiful. It looks but like the, a, the eyebrows great for the error. They're not overplucked. No. Oh, they are. She's good. got those They're Italian eyebrows. No, she's she's really pretty here. She just looks like it looks like a cover girl shot that they zoomed too far in, and therefore it's a little creepy. But she looks great. You look great, Christy. Yeah, she doesn't look like our girl Hillary on the back. Stop. Okay. Oh my God. Hillary's this is dead an audio eyes. Medium, and you just did that face here in real life just everyone, for Paige and every, everyone, yeah, I. Everyone, yeah, but everyone knows the face on yeah, Megan. Everyone knows that face. If you haven't listened to the Hillary Duff uh, episode, it's something come else. Back and listen to that now. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Not. But yeah, I had to find this. Yeah, it's hilarious. It, it looks like when people at that time would like cut out pictures of people from like being Photoshop learning. Oh my gosh. Yes. It (laughs) looks to make all American rejects, uh, graphics for forums. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. But I mean, she does in the regular photo. She's fine. Just 
You could have put more than 30 minutes into it, graphic designers. Uh, so after this album, where did Christy go from here? Uh, nowhere. Damn, oh YouTube like everyone else. I'm sorry, oh that my was God. so fucking mean. Oh my God, I'm so Stop sorry. Stop, wait till you get into her sad yeah. life. So, oh, because she's not her... All right. you, you had some good reviews earlier. This was my favorite one. This is from uh, the Amazon listing for this. <gasps> Posted in 2004 uh-huh. from Christopher dot dot. Wasn't me. I was like 12 at the time. <laughs> um, but Christopher on Amazon writes, this itself is not her official debut CD with her own music. So if you're, spelled Y-O-U-R, not familiar with Christy, you may want to wait for that CD. Otherwise... Pick this up. <laughs> what? I am sorry How to tell you, Christopher from Amazon in 2004. She did not get her <laughs> own album. Oh, no. And there is a lot of stuff behind that. Let's dive in. Yeah, let's dive in, <laughs> baby. So she goes on to uh, she books Bell. She books Wait, this is the time where she gets booked for Bell. Um, okay. She goes on tour yes. doing that for a while. 31 week run. 31. Okay. I don't, I say on tour. I don't think it was a touring version of yeah, the show. It, I was, on, it was New York. It was on Broadway. Yeah. She was actually the youngest actress to portray the character on Broadway. Yeah. And she reprised the role in a Fox theater production of it. Um, and 2008, she joined the Broadway company of Avenue Q as Kate Monster for a few yeah. weeks. Interesting. She also tried to release some of her own music on MySpace, and yeah, I, I couldn't did. find any. But I didn't this was really be- go looking. I was I, so well, yeah, after that, this. That's I true. Know, that's, that's true. true. I, was I like, didn't really. Is, if we do, that's maybe a part we do two that for yeah, part two. If we can locate that stuff, yeah. which I don't know, that's going to happen. But I was between <laughs> 2006 and 2009. Yeah, so that would have been while she was. Um, doing those Broadway tours when uh, she was trying to find work or get labels. I think she also, she did go to college. She dropped out. Oh, Yeah, she did drop out at a certain point. I believe she went back. I think she uh, went back and eventually I think has a degree in film, I think. Oh, okay. I think. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, she was also in TV shows. And these TV shows feel like a time capsule. Mm -hmm. MTV's Kaya. CBS's Joan of Arcadia. Did you watch it? She was in Joan of Arcadia. What if God was one of us? She was struggling. I feel bad. I believe you also watched the How I Lost All My Money video. I did. Yeah. So at that time, I think she was struggling with like why her career didn't pick up but like living to a level that she felt like she was supposed to have she said she like bought a car yeah I saw, like a brand like new to, car she didn't even really like to drive so she had like a friend drive her car um she was just like living beyond her means and struggling to be like I should be at that level in my career where I have all this money. Depression, self harm, alcohol abuse. It was oh, like shit. so I guess I should have gone to all that. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh after Even Stevens ended, she struggled with depression, self harm, alcohol abuse, um, during her late teen years and early twenties, she said. She's sober now though, so oh. 
good for her. Good for her. Um, yeah, she's she's doing fine, and she seems to be really at peace with everything. So I'm like, cool, good for you, because this is it's hard. Like this shows you what it's like to be in the machine and have like yeah. that failed. But, music career yeah so she said like she had that run on broadway with bell but then she thought that she had a opportunity to get signed to a label and this is where we get to how Katie perry, katie perry stole her yeah. record deal so what so happened she chose to go to columbia records um, following that guy from Atlantic, Atlantic, um, he then goes to Virgin Records. Um, name of this guy is Jason Flom, who is apparently a big known like producer or something. Yeah, he's having her like do some recordings, um, because she wanted to get away from Hollywood Records. As we said, uh, they weren't like wanting her to do the type of music that she thought yep. fit her voice. Jason Flom begins at Virgin Records. She goes there to work with The Matrix. The Matrix, they, they like, wrote songs for uh, just any artist. Like, you probably are familiar with this, Morgan. But, like, they'll create songs and have, like, a demo artist mm-hmm. sing on it. And that and singer. That singer. Reference track, yep. Was our girl Katy Perry. Katy Perry recorded some demos, which were then given to Christy Carlson Romano to sing. Oh, that's so Christy embarrassing. Christy Carlson Romano, um, like, went to a lunch with Jason Flom. She and, was naive. She was but naive. But she goes to, like, a lunch or something with Flom and Katy Perry. And she makes a comment to Katy Perry, like, oh, I heard your demo, and it's, like, so good. I sang, heard it's great. And, like, Jason's looking for, like, that's why I'm recording for him. He's looking for someone to sign. He's looking for somebody to sign. She had not actually, like, gotten a full deal yet. A few weeks, months later, Christy gets a call saying... <laughs> that they're oh, not going to go forward with oh, her. Shit. Lo and behold, <laughs> Katie Katy Perry, Perry got signed. But she was just saying how, like, she, again, she doesn't have any, like, hard feelings. And, like, she's kind of glad in retrospect her life didn't go that way. Yeah, she thinks Katy pa- Perry yeah, actually deserved it. Like, Katy Perry had a vision. This is another instance, like, Princess Diaries, where can you really the imagine, imagine yeah. her, like... Mm-hmm. Obviously, she wouldn't be getting, like, the same songs that Katy Perry is going singing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I guess, Katy Perry got picked up on it. She got dropped. And that was kind of the end of it. That was, like, 2005, 2006. I think she also talks about, regarding the machine, Yeah, it's interesting because adults in the industry look out for themselves not children so they're not teaching children how to manage their money Mm -hmm. yes and i think she talks about that a little bit too in one of her videos about how like the psychic scammed her out of sixty thousand dollars like uh she's sweet she's sweet and i think there's actually a there's actually a austin i think local newspaper why don't i have it there's a lot of quotes where you could tell this author felt a lot like you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just the way they're so skeptical of Christy Carl's Romano because of the clickbait. Mm. But they said that like she does seem super genuine and stuff. And it's at a point where like, you know what? You survived the machine and you're going to profit off it. Like this is literally, she just does it as a living. Get your money. So she's like, this is what I got to do. And I'm like, as long as you're not starting shit and you're living a a moral enough life. Sure. Uh, Okay. This breaks my heart a little bit though. You know, the pressure to, you want to, there's the pressure to be sexy, but then you also want to feel sexy and wanted. And this weird thing of she begged to be on the cover of Maxim, but she never got the spot. Oh, when you were, she said, when you were on Maxim back then, people would, people would book you from that. I felt ugly. Like I'm not hot enough. I'm not good enough. Damn. Katy Perry stole the record deal. And the Maxim cover. Oh, no. Shit. Damn. That's surprising because, I mean, when those magazines were failing, they were like... Oh, yeah, young Disney star, let's, let's the pedos will love take, this. Yeah, let's take them and like, oh, the good girl's gone. Hillary yeah. Duff, right? Hillary Duff was on it, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Probably. Um, and also she felt abandoned. Like, again... These companies don't actually care about the kids. Yeah. She wrote, I was not castable for Disney anymore when I was 19. She says, it was painful. When you're a kid, you actually think, oh, that's my family. I'm part of the Disney family. Mm. And then they even tell you you're part of our family. No. So you get all warped <laughs> in your head. Yeah. Well, mate, why aren't they hiring me anymore? never heard that from no, a workplace never. <laughs> Definitely not in the past four years. <laughs> no. So now, I mean, she's got two kids. She's just pushing she's this fine. YouTube. She's fine. We got heavy hitters back to back. And then Demi we, and we, then ending the season with this. We're not ending the season with this. This is our last. What are you talking about? This is our last episode. Of the season. How is this the last episode of the season? Because we're going to premiere season two. Without- Why are you whispering like you can't cut it out? No, We're I don't want Chris allowed. to know. Chris oh, is a listener. Allowed. I'm a listener. Oh, Chris is a listener. Yeah, I'm going to premiere season guest. two with. Yeah, season two, we're going to have Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Christina Ritchie is going to be here. I'm really excited wait, about that. Wait, what? What? <laughs> We're just being facetious. All right. Babies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we we got to wrap this up soon. Be- what do we do for the sign off? No, Paige, but that's, that's a great. I'm just no, Chris, that's a great point as far as final thoughts. I think that once again, she gives me kind of Lelaine vibes of she had all this aspiration, all this drive, but like the machine just didn't work out. Chris, it wasn't for, it wasn't in Christie's cards. That's like it, it really, really fucked her that's over. Like maybe maybe she'll be back for Princess Diaries three. Oh, mm-hmm. I, do you guys think she does tarot? After all that, Christy, no, Christy Carlson Romano. Do you want your Do you want your cards read? She, she Sorry, might. that's insensitive. I mean, is this because of the psychic thing? She is yes. apparently still very Catholic. So. Oh, oh no, I don't give a shit about her being Catholic. Do you have any final thoughts? No, all right, I agree. But is this really our final episode of the season? Yeah, so we're gonna take a little bit of a oh, break, gosh. and we'll be. Back wow. for the spring with the special guests. I am so honored to have but been for now, here yes. for your season finale. Yes, oh thank God. you for being your season finale guests. Ah.
this is how you can tell I'm high and I have ADHD. I'm like, this is our season, <laughs> our season finale. There's seasons here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. And yeah, I got to take uh, a break soon. And Ooh, we, we season. did not end with a bang, but a whimper. Damn. <laughs> all right. Just See like y'all next season. Quote unquote. Yeah, bye. Bye. Bye babies. <laughs>